Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audiblepodcast.com slash sorgatronmedia. Over 75,000 titles to choose from for your iPod, iPhone, or MP3 player. It's the sun. I'm getting awesome. You're getting awesome. We're getting awesome. Yeah, that's what I said now. Gentlemen, it's the awesome cast once again, episode three. Let's enjoy. Let's adjust that mic, that camera a little bit there. Uh, episode three. I am your master of ceremonies, Mike Sorg, Sorgatron at Sorgatron on Twitter, and as usual it, on the Skype lines is the Iron Man himself, straight off of hundreds of miles of biking. Rob, how you doing? Hey there, hi there, ho there. <laughs> <coughs> All right, great. And we have two guests this week. Of course, returning, first of all, is... Uh, I forgot the name for you. Oh, ChotchBot1. ChotchOneBot, I'm sorry. <laughs> Screwing it up already. Anthony Walker, how you doing today? I'm doing well, as the first ever repeater. You are, you are. And then, of course, a new face there, Malengo Akbosambe. <laughs> How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me. Of course, the Blanco's the new face. Uh, he is actually a coworker of mine. Uh, no, the, the animator. Let's not talk about that. The, not talk about that. <laughs> no, we just sit back to back all day, every day. <laughs> Interpret that how you will. Uh, but wanted to bring him in in here for the E3 talk uh, as somebody has a little bit of experience in the video game industry. Uh, why, why don't you fill everybody in on what you do? What do I do? Well, officially, I am, uh, <laughs> what am I? I am the multimedia and animation guy at MTS. I, uh, I basically do whenever anybody gets injured, I'm the one who does the animations to show what not to do <laughs> so that they don't get injured again. That's my job description. But, uh, right now, you know, I do everything. I, I'm, I'm that guy. You're that guy. A lot, <laughs> a lot of video editing. Um, yeah. son. Oh, Chachi's, Chachi's, like, crawling into the camera down there. Yeah, I had to <laughs> fix the sun glare. Awesome. I couldn't see. <laughs> well, anyways, of course, this week, a lot of what we're going to talk about is E3, uh, so we're going to get into that here in a little bit. It's the most wonderful time <laughs> of the year. It's like Christmas. It's like Christmas, only we have to buy our own gifts in about six months. Um... <laughs> Oh, now, now this <laughs> Christmas sucks. Yeah, yeah, it's a really, it's a really crappy Christmas to be, to be quite honest. Uh, before we get into that, let's get, let's get into some of the other stories before we talk all video games. Um, I had a couple here. Of course, uh, AT&T and the news again. I, I was, I was really kind of debating whether to mention this on the show because it seems like such a stupid, stupid story that everybody's talking about. Uh, of course, AT&T, a, a, a group, uh, a security firm. Cracked their website. Say, say the name. I actually I don't. I don't remember what the name is. Off the, and I don't have the link ready. Uh, uh, Goatsy Security, I believe. Goatsy Security. Goatsy. 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 You know Goatsy, right? No, I'm not familiar. Really? Wait, 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 fill me in. Maybe it. Maybe it slipped my mind. 
Uh, I, I don't want to fill you in on a uh, on a relatively kid friendly show. Okay. We'll, we'll have to have a chance. Oh yeah, because they were afraid to click the link because they thought it was uh, <laughs> it, it, it might not be appropriate for the CNET uh, airwaves or the Twitter airwaves or whatever I was listening to it on. So okay, okay. <laughs> You can ex- you, that's what Google's for, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to yeah. investigate <laughs> further, but anyways, I guess they had a pretty easy time getting everybody's email address that has an iPad from the AT and T website. Um, yeah, and uh, and AT and T, it took them about a week to respond to it, but they sent out a big uh, apology email. Uh, they were pretty forthcoming with details as to how the uh, the attack went forth. What GoTo Security did to acquire what information, and um, the important part of it was that the only information that was revealed was basically the serial number of the iPad as well as the email address attached to the um, to that account. But because of the people on there, now the FBI is involved in such a little pitiful hacking attempt. <laughs> <laughs> nobody cared, no, you know. Nobody cared about all these other exploits or when uh, when. All of our browsers are getting hijacked by ActiveX and you know God knows what else with uh, with Microsoft. But this everybody gets an email address from an iPad, and uh, and the government's finally involved. So uh, this can only lead to some wonderfully thought out provisions in future uh, lawmaking by our uh, representatives. I'm sure. This story did um, did kind of it kind of got under my skin uh, in sort of the same way. A lot of people were saying this is a huge story. Oh, AT and T is destroying our privacy. We'll never be the same. I lost my virginity. It's it's awful. But um, like I think it it brings out one of those really big privacy points, kind of like in our our Facebook conversation we had a couple weeks ago. As far as people just are very naive when it comes to privacy on the internet, and I uh, I said it a couple times on Twitter. If having your email address leaked publicly is big concern for you, I think you have much larger security problems to take <laughs> into consideration. Definitely, definitely. Like, like if some stranger knowing how to send you an email and what your specifically email address is, you're obviously not taking the right precautions because I'd hate to break it to you, but email is not very private. It can be packet sniffed. It can be picked up. Uh, Google ha- has encryption, but unless you're doing encryption of individual emails using something like um, uh, PGP or something like that, it's still a fairly, uh, you know, old school way of communicating. And you should really take care about what sort of information you're passing around. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, do any of our guests have anything to say about this story? I, I uh, think it's just AT&T being AT&T. <laughs> That's what they're good at. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> uh, speaking of AT&T, this is becoming the AT&T show in the long run, the way we've been talking about. Uh, but the iPhone started res- reservations today, this morning. Uh, now, Malengo, I know you had an experience with it. I know a lot of people have had trouble. Uh, uh-huh. But uh, but what, what was your experience with it? My experience was a bunch of crap being thrown in my face. <laughs> a couple slaps. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. I, I started off in the morning by uh, by trying to first call them, and uh, for, yeah, the the Apple site itself was just a complete mess. You couldn't do anything on it, so I said, you know what, screw this. And then I, I decided, let me check AT and T to see you know what's going on. 
And I was confused by the information that AT&T actually has on their site about, like, uh, this data rates and whatnot. So the good news, there's actually good news in this. Nothing changes for somebody who already had an iPhone. So and your godfather did. So the data plans are still unlimited. So that was good. That's about the only good thing I got out of this whole uh, Apple AT&T thing today. Now, so uh, I went to the store to try and reserve my uh, i my iPhone for when I get back into the country, and they told me I could not do it, and they actually had problems in the store trying to actually reserve it for me. It, it was just a complete mess. It was a joke. So I just said, you know what, screw it. I'll wait till I come back. I'll take care of it then. You, you were telling me a little bit about the trick they had to pull off in order to reserve yeah. the phones for everybody. I still don't understand it. It, it was somehow they went through like the iPad uh, ordering and then like went in through a back door that way to get into the actual like uh, iPhone stuff. Because uh, like when it when they brought up the screen, it said something like uh, four ninety nine. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, you know, I'm just going to get an upgrade. She's like, yeah, yeah, it'll, it'll all be taken care of later. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, you sure about yeah. that? That's that's like, you know, a few hundred dollars difference. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know uh, one thing uh, that apparently a lot of people had more luck on released also today was the app, Apple Store iPhone app right there on the video feed there, um, which is kind of spiffy. And also under the radar, if you look on here, is the new Mac Mini was released today. So yeah, I saw that. that that's yeah. the second thing in as many weeks that Apple was released without telling anybody about. Safari last week was announced the day, probably within an hour of the iPhone, and uh, nobody knew about it, you know, until it started popping up on our machines. I think they might have sent a press release out. Um, so an interesting new strategy by these guys. Um, We're just going to secretly release crap and hope you see it and buy it. There you go. It seems to be working so far. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's a, it's a pretty genius scheme, I guess. I don't know. I mean, someone out there's buying it, or else they wouldn't be in business. Still. Maybe they yeah. maybe they've determined their uh, their audience will find them at this point. I, I think so. I mean, they're they're pretty uh, they're obviously pretty well known. But like the stuff they're releasing is things that were expected at WDB, WWDC. It was like, what? No new Safari? What? No new Mac Mini? And then people are saying, oh, maybe the Mac Mini's going to die. Which mm-hmm. makes me wonder, because people were expecting a revision to the Apple TV yeah, uh, that we didn't see. So who knows? A maybe like tomorrow morning is, we'll wake up and there will just be a new Apple TV on the website. A lot of story about the design of this is is it looks a little bit like an Apple TV. And, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a slimmer box. It's uh, one, one big thing is I, I saw that they, uh, the power supply, because I guess usually you get the brick, I imagine, like the ones that we get on our laptops uh, for the power. Uh, yeah. I guess it is now built in. There's like a black base on the bottom of this thing. And that that is the power supply and then you you twist and pull that off and then there's the access to the memory and whatever i don't know if anything else is upgradable to be honest on that thing uh but but uh, you know before didn't you have to like take a butter knife to the thing to try to get it open to upgrade yeah it was kind of like it was kind of like performing surgery on the uh, original ipod if you ever had the pleasure of doing <laughs> that you there were like butter knives and credit cards that you had to use <laughs> to pry open the case you, to try and get in just to change like upgrade the ram or swap out yeah the RAM. you had to find some kind of uh some kind of tutorial on youtube in order to even figure the damn thing out it's kind of interesting to see the continuum of uh of 
hardware development in Apple so far as accessibility, because, you know, back in like the days of like the Apple II, it was just a beige box, super easy to work on. And yeah. then they progressed into things like the original iMac that came in like, you know, Dayglo purple and all that stuff. And that thing was a nightmare to work on. <laughs> Like I, I, I think I almost accidentally slipped my wrist trying to upgrade the RAM, and uh, and now it seems like they're headed more towards hardware that's actually serviceable. Like even though the iPhone looks like a magic little box, you can open it up with a Phillips head screwdriver and a suction cup, and it pops right open, and it's really serviceable. I'm happy to see them headed in this direction. Wow, and this is your experience with like the three G, three GS type model. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't speak for the uh, the the 4G, but um, I imagine it's probably along the same lines. Awesome. Uh, well, and I have one more news item I want to share. Uh, I saw this over at the courtesy of HackingNetflix.com. Cageflix, one button to add every available Netflix Nicolas Cage movie to your queue. <laughs> this is something everybody needs. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course, for all of you Nicolas Cage diehards, and I know you're out there in the audience, fans. Hey, you know what? I love Nicolas Cage. Me too. I'm yeah. not going to click the button. <laughs> I did I did click I, the I've button. I've seen most of his films. I don't need to... I did click and the button. Con Air is on all the time, so... That's true. Yeah. He was really great in Kick-Ass. I haven't yeah, seen that he yet. was. Yeah, he was awesome in that. It's, it's like that was one of the many roles that he was born to play—the like creepy superhero dad. <laughs> I, uh, I I I did push the button. I, I admit, unfortunately, I was I was uh, mistakenly logged into my wife's uh, Netflix account. <laughs> so uh, so she's luckily luckily we're we're canceling that at the end of the month for her part. So, uh, but we'll see how many Nicolas Cage movies coming in in the meantime. So. Well, before we get to our topic of the week, we do want to get to our sponsor. Of course, you probably saw at the top of the show, if you're seeing this recorded. Uh, Audible, audible.com. Uh, we like Audible. A lot of us listen to audiobooks. Uh, audiblepodcast.com uh, slash Sorgatron Media. Uh, we have an offer right there for one free audiobook. Cancel anytime. Uh, uh, first 14 days uh, free trial uh, to check out all the stuff that's free on there and everything. Uh we listen to it if you listen to podcasts if you're listening to this and it's really easy to transfer over to that on your commute and everything um you know i try to fit it in wherever i can so uh now we want always want to get a pick here um Malenko, did you find out if that book you were talking about was uh honorable? yeah yeah the book is called uh the e-myth revisited and it's a book that talks about uh, why most small businesses don't work and what to do about it so that is my next read. Excellent. I got as far as the cover. Got as far as the cover. <laughs> yes. Yes. The big E on it. It was drawing me in. Excellent. What drew, what drew you to this book? Uh, why most small businesses don't work and what to do about it. <laughs> <laughs> and the and the big E. That and was the big E. It. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, you know, in my uh, wanting to venture outward and read up on this kind of stuff, it's something that uh, I'll be interested to uh, see how it goes. Awesome. Um, so please report back to us on, on that. So go check that out. What, why about the small businesses don't work? And what to do about it, was it? Yeah, the book is called The E-Myth Revisited. Why, uh, 
why most small businesses don't work, and what to do about it. Excellent. Check that out, of course, on audiblepodcast.com slash sorgatronmedia. Please check that out. Support the show if you've been meaning to check out audiobooks. It's free. There's no risk to you. So, uh, so please check that out. Uh, so let's get right into the big story. Of course, E3 the last couple days has been killing, has been killing all of our productivity at work. I'm sure in our day jobs. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, so, so I guess the big story, first off, the first, the first company to present, the first, first up was Microsoft, who pretty much owned from Sunday night up until about 3.30 today when they debuted the, the uh, Kinect on uh, MTV with Circuits of Soleil. So um, it's a, a no hands motion, and uh, I was pretty impressed about it. What, what, have you, uh, what have you guys' thoughts on this? You want me to tell you what I think about it? Go for it. I know you, you have it figured out, the strategy for <laughs> well, all of these. We'll, we'll get to that. Uh, you know, I, I'm against this whole movement and video games thing that's going on. Okay, you're a couch potato. Uh, I, I told you earlier that uh, I'm strictly going to be doing PC gaming from here on in. Just because <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't find it fair. I, I play video games so I don't have to do phys- physical activity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I want to sit down and play a video game, that's exactly what I want to do: is sit down and play a video game. So you're not interested in the immersion that these no. guys are offering up? Not until it's not until it reaches the point of pure virtual reality. Okay. Okay. If I'm not submerged into a completely realistic video game where I actually have to run around and it, if I don't swing the sword at the dude, the dude is going to hit me with it. Yeah, I don't want to play it. What, what about the prospect of being being uh, in Star Wars? <laughs> no. Not, not, it, not at this point. Mm-hmm. Like I said, if it's not completely working uh virtual reality, I don't want to move. Yeah, I can't really see anybody living in uh, the Star Wars universe. <laughs> like, lasers and stuff flying at you, I don't see you being able to deflect it at all. <laughs> well, of course they're going to dumb down the movement a little bit. It's not going to be completely precise. But still, what what they've been doing with it, what what they've shown off, like, uh, I, oddly, Malenga, I know I talked to you about this, the thing that impressed me the most was the fitness game. Mostly because everything else was kitty crap and looked like a ripoff of, hey, we can do the Wii even better types of yeah. games. But when they had the game, uh, Ubisoft, I think, was the one that was putting out the fitness game. And it was, all the fitness games kind of run together for me. So, But when they showed like her body and then showed her taking the sweater off and it was reflected on screen and then talked about how it analyzed your body you know, and saw the, your body type and will uh, we'll adapt to that. That, that's kind of impressive, man. It kind of shows the technology about it. It actually is seeing you. Now, we got a picture right there. No, that's the wrong one. <laughs> we got a picture right there of the uh, of the eyes that will be looking at you while you make all these funny moves. Um, <laughs> so I guess there's two cameras. There's infrared in there. There's a, a spatial camera. All kinds of technology that we don't understand, and I can't believe they're bringing to the consumer market. Um 
But it, it's uh, but it, 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 there's nothing, no real games for it. Half the game, half of the 15 launch titles were fitness games that they announced for it. Yeah. Boring. <laughs> and that well, really stupid, um... like, kid weird what? tiger game. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, the kid, the kid with the tiger was, uh, they turned the cuteness level up to 11 and I think we all wanted to vomit. <laughs> or see the, the tiger try to eat the kid. Yeah, so that's what I was waiting for. So, um, of course, and then everybody else getting into the motion business. Um, well, Xbox also, Xbox also, uh, did the, uh, redesign, uh, the stealth Xbox, uh, a lot of people are calling it. Or, as I like to call it, the Xbox Wii. The Xbox. Why do you call it that? Take a look at the new Xbox Mm -hmm. next to the new black Wii. And the only thing different besides the, I don't know, uh, two-inch height difference is the slant. (laughs) It's funny. We're yeah, there was a, there was a mention that looks more like the original Xbox in that regard. Yeah, I have yeah. one sitting on my desk. Although uh, built-in Wi-Fi, you know, finally takes away that argument of well, you have to pay another hundred bucks for Wi-Fi for those considering it because it was the only one that didn't have it included at this point. Um, and and a lot quieter Xbox to go under my media center kind of makes it, uh, you know. If I if I had a money burning a hole in my pocket, it'd be a, a nice replacement and sell off the old one to somebody other than GameStop. Um, and, and they uh, replaced the uh, the power button with a touch button, so now when you get really angry from the red ring of death, you don't break the console. So so you think they changed it? Well, so no. <laughs> See, the thing is, it can't red ring anymore. Oh, there's no ring. Yeah, they did away with the ring. So now so, your Xbox is just gonna break. It's just gonna, it's just gonna stop turning on, and you can't tell everybody yeah. what's wrong except by saying that it's broken. Well, I don't see an area code, so you know. Um, That's awesome. <laughs> it's 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 all a big social media scheme, so nobody can search Twitter for Red Ring of Death anymore. Yeah, yeah. Now it's gonna be like the old problem with the old Xboxes. You gotta hope if they redesign this thing to that extent. They had to have fixed that. No. They had to have fixed that process. Whatever time. was going wrong, you know, because they knew something was wrong. Like there's 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 speculation papers, articles out there of, of that that supposedly Microsoft knew that there was going to be a problem, accepted the risk of fixing the problem as opposed to to holding back production so they could get ahead. Uh, so you you got to think they had to have passed out you know, fix that so they don't have another nightmare like they've had the last how many years. But, I'm just happy they made money. Yeah. Well, that's the <laughs> thing, that Division hasn't even uh, gotten back its R&D money yet. Uh, Xbox has not turned, uh, you know, uh, got, come out of the red as a Division uh, since they've started. Oh, is that still true? Because I, I thought they can't, they started coming out. We lost, uh, we lost Chachi there. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Your video you cut me? out. No, your video cut out. Oh. We'll just shrink you there. That's, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. Live shows. Um, other than that, we had, of course, Nintendo, which, uh, Mad Mike in the... There we go, I'm back. Mad Mike in the chat room is saying that Nintendo stole the show as far as games. 
I, I think this is true for Nintendo fanboys. And as I said on Twitter earlier tonight, if you love the Super Nintendo circa 1995, you're going to love the Wii in the next few months. Because you got your Donkey Kong Country, you got another Kirby game, you got another kick-ass Disney game, because remember, everybody had the uh, Magical Quest with Mickey Mouse back in the day. Um, oh, we got... Although, things are switched. Now we have Mario Sports Mix, and we have Wii Party. So... Whatever you think about that. Um, uh, Chachi, you're, uh, you're, a, you're a Nintendo fanboy, admittedly. Um, what, do, what do you think of uh, what they've announced today? The only thing I'm interested in that they announced was uh, the new Zelda. Okay. And the new Metroid. Like, like, like I told you before we started. It, 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 the lines have been drawn. Mm-hmm. PlayStation is dead. Okay? They're dead. <laughs> Xbox has moved up to take over the older gaming generation. Mm-hmm. And Wii has conquered the kids' market. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Wii has kind of come out and said, hey, we have games now. I know you've been waiting for a while. Oop, that's the wrong one. Uh, but we do have games now. Please stick around and dust off your Xbox. Or, I'm sorry, your Wii. It's next yeah, to your I mean, Xbox. Because if you're smart, you bought both to cover all your bases. Uh, uh, yeah, like I said, uh, the lines have been drawn. That's where it stands. Mm-hmm. The only thing that keeps me coming back to Nintendo mm-hmm. is the three main staples. You know there's a Mario game. You know there's a Zelda game. You know there's mm-hmm. a Metroid. You, now Kid Icarus is even back. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Those are the staples that keep us older gamers coming back. Mm-hmm. And that's why PlayStation is dead. Because eventually Final Fantasy is going to leave. Mm-hmm. As Once it is, that happens... As it is, there's a Metal Gear game at every other press conference. Exactly. Which is one of their huge franchises. Even There's going to be a Metal, Metal Gear Solid 3 is going to be re-released on the new... Brand new. Let's pick up the picture there. The Nintendo 3DS. This has been the E3 of like uh, new technologies right here. Um, so this is supposedly 3D without the glasses. There's a little switch right there, right, right, right there on the on the right. That's going to uh, you know you could turn on and off the 3D effect, uh, and and even anywhere in the middle, depending on you know maybe if you're somebody that gets affected by 3D, maybe maybe. The adjustment will help. You have a little thumbstick there. Um, yeah, that's what I like. On the other side of that is actually two lenses for you to take pictures in 3D to be displayed on that screen. And, of course, only the top screen is going to be 3D, which I thought was an interesting choice. But I guess, you know, a 3D touchpad, you wouldn't really know where to go. I, I don't know. It, it was... It, it was a touch 3D pad, the technology to do both of those at the same time had to be kind of rough. So, but it was brought to my attention that I was wrong. About what? Uh, Final Fantasy was on uh, PS3, Xbox, and PC. Okay. Yeah, I don't think it's not on Xbox. I think it's just, uh, I think it's just the PC and PlayStation. Okay, which means the only thing keeping PlayStation alive right now is the fact that it's owned by Sony, mm-hmm. uh, Metal Gear Solid, and Blu-ray. 
I think that's a good base, though. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, you got well, that Blu-ray. I mean, when you think about comparing the PlayStation 3 to a Blu-ray player, why not just Sony, get the... Sony announced that the uh, Blu-ray prices are going to be slashed, mm-hmm. which means I could go out to any store and get a Blu-ray player for the price of a DVD player. True, true. Now, uh, I guess in full disclosure, we should say, uh, you know, I'm an owner of a Wii and an Xbox and I'm pretty big into PC gaming, especially with the new Steam Mac release. Uh, <laughs> Malengo, you own a PlayStation 3? Yep. Uh, Chachi, you are still running old school on some other stuff, right? Yeah, I, once, once this new generation hit, I just went to PC. Yeah, yeah. This one deal. So, Rob, what do you have? What are you sporting over there? <coughs> I have a uh, an Xbox Classic. Okay. Okay. Modded. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is. Uh, it's it's soft modded. Mine okay. too. Um, and I, I have a, a gaming PC with some very fancy lights sitting under my desk that hasn't been turned on in three years. <laughs> um, and uh, and I recently installed Steam, and I'm desperately waiting for Counter Strike to come out on Steam for Mac. Excellent. Yeah, they're 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 really uh, they're really kind of uh, yeah, that, that that's another story. Of course, uh, Steam coming to Mac recently. Who's whoa? Who's yelling where? What was that? It wasn't my son. Not me. <laughs> um, Steam coming to Mac, and apparently also Portal Two coming to PS3 with Steam Cloud support. Now I, I I saw I haven't seen the story yet. Uh, I, I was listening to some of the Twit live coverage because uh, it's always entertaining to see them running around with a camera in large crowds like that. Um, but uh, the, the, they were mentioning that Steam as a whole might be coming to PlayStation Three, um, but I don't know if that was a misreport or not. But at least the, the Steam Cloud support, uh, maybe even Steam multiplayer, might be coming with PS Three. Uh, so and Steam. To counteract what, it, what all these other systems are doing, as a platform is installed on more PCs th- and now Macs than any console out there. So Steam, Steam is like the biggest platform and I think market. <clears throat> in that yeah, market. absolutely. I, I think Steam is a, a great example of um, kind of like the uh, the the cloud computing thing that we were talking about as. Mm-hmm. As far as when uh, Steve Jobs said that he uh, saw the death of the uh, the PC, where we see things rendered in the cloud and controlled by the cloud, because when things are controlled by the cloud, privacy ta- or not privacy piracy takes a nosedive. Because when you have to connect to the cloud to play a game, it's kind of hard to pirate it. And Steam exactly. has really knocked that one out of the park. And now that they are on multiple platforms and coming to the console. They are going to be a, a force to be reckoned with if any of these other uh, developers want to get on that bandwagon. Mm-hmm. And in comparison, I, I've been uh, experimenting a little bit on my boot camp side here. Uh, of course, when it, Games for Windows Live has been having deals. A few months ago, they had a crazy cheap deal on Arkham Asylum. Uh, recently, with uh, they had the first two, the Sands of Time and the Worlds Within Prince of Purge games for two fifty each. You know, something you can't pass up. But the experience oh. trying to get these games to work on your computer through Games for Windows Live as a service over Steam is ridiculously stupid in the long run. It's <laughs> half the time the downloads don't work. They're slow as all hell. Um, 
not when you have to when you install them you still have to worry about the key steam if there's a if there's a code like i think there was a code for gta 4 when i had it uh there might have been for ghostbusters as well other games on there have it but they have a nice little thing that pops up at the corner with your code as you go into the game you know in case you need this to 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 activate this game here's your code you right. know as opposed to it's like okay i need to go it, you know find it here in the downloads under under the marketplace and 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 copy it paste it in and everything it's just it's just a clunky experience in in comparison it's definitely an area where steam's experience because i mean valve has been around for well i know counter-strike has been around like the number one online pc first person shooter game since 1996 Mm -hmm. so they've got their chops cut further than anybody they, else. They and, started uh, Steam around when Half-Life 2 came out, if I'm not mistaken, maybe a little bit after that. Right, right. Uh, maybe like within a year after that. I remember they were, they were causing a lot of big waves, and obviously now publishers are really getting on board with that. The fact that I can get Quake, Unreal, EA games, you know, whatever I want on there, it's become the platform. Like, I when I, when I consider if something's for a PC, I consider whether it's on Steam personally. So that's where the platform comes up comes up for me because I, I know I know people that have uh, uh, bought games on the on the uh, you know was directed drive and some of these other services it's like you know I don't I want I like having all my games in one place I, I load this thing up there's a list of games I owned if I want it on this PC I download it here if it's available for this Mac I download it here I have an old Mac that I, I'm going on a trip I just downloaded all the old games that I know it's going to run on it like the old unreals or throw all Abe's Odyssey on there and I'm ready to go you know, let that go overnight. You're ready. You know, and especially with the stuff with the Steam Cloud, it's it's great that I don't have to worry about juggling save files on my own anymore. You know, even when I was cleaning up this PC for uh, for for uh, Rob's stream tonight, there I was, I was you know trying to clean off all stuff I thought was backed up. Is that little save game folder that you know is is like my file of being almost to the end of Doom Three, and I don't want to <laughs> delete it just in case I don't have another copy anywhere else. You know, I mean. Just, just in case I want to go back to that. Um, and, 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 oh God, I got halfway through Abe's Odyssey and lost my save file. So, you know, it, it's great to see, see these, this technology come forward. Uh, but anyways, uh, what about, what about you two? What about our guests here? Either of you have any experience with, uh, with Steam or any other, uh, online service? I, I've tried, uh, GameStops and it's terrible. Yeah. Um, Half the time I'd pay for something, go to download, download would crash halfway through mm-hmm. every single time. And it would throw up an error message and they would try to blame it on my internet connection, which I'm bootlegging something on at the same time. So I know it's not the internet connection. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's Steam. Yeah, not... Yeah, I haven't really uh, ventured too much into the uh, downloading of, uh, I guess, platform type games. the The last game I think I downloaded was Age of the Empires for the PC. Mm-hmm. So, and I think that was a direct download. Yep. Um, well, also, uh, aside from Verifum E3, uh, they announced finally the plan for the PlayStation Move, which I call the Wii Mote Two. Personally, um, apparently the price now, Malenko, you you uh, actually watched uh, the the uh, the announcements for this, correct? For uh, for Sony, yeah, yeah. Do you do and we, uh, good? Yeah, no. I uh, to be honest, like 
I think PlayStation is in a they're in a nice little uh, safe area there. I don't I don't think they've really uh, I think their game titles can hold up on their own. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I know a lot of those game titles people have said uh, well you know these are just the the remake or like the the Gears of War three I think uh, what was it there was a game that somebody Killzone Killzone three was they were saying that was a competitor for Gears of War mm-hmm. and to be honest I'm okay with that because the game looked pretty kick ass to me so I mean. I think the exclusive games on the PlayStation are good enough to hold up on their own. I think it comes down to what platform do you want, what games do you like to play, and that's that. You know? Now, but, uh, everything I... Oh, go ahead. Agreed. Now, I, I would say the, the two biggest surprises, though, for the PlayStation, which I think will really take out of the Wii market, were uh, Mod Nation, which is a racing game that mm-hmm. they just came out with, and The Little Big Planet. I think those are two exclusives that, I mean, it's already proven itself with Little Big Planet mm-hmm. to the fact that uh, PlayStation doesn't want to lose anybody and has already signed them on to a permanent, like, you know, you're ours. You only develop for us. So um, I think PlayStation's going to be fine. Now, from what I see, were meant to be broken. That's all I gotta say. There you go. Um, There's a way to get out of everything. <laughs> now, now the biggest thing I noticed, it looks like to me, as as a Wii player, and from what I've seen with the Wii, I have not experienced too much of the actual having the Wii Motion Plus. I haven't up- made that upgrade yet, but I might for Zelda. Um, it really looks like the PlayStation Move is doing what the Wii already does with an add-on. So that kind of puts them on an even playing field. I mean, you have yeah. this controller where you're moving stuff. You have the little thumbstick, whatever. I have, I didn't get a good look at what the the secondary controller is. But isn't the pricing the same? Isn't it like fifty dollars for the the lollipop? We're calling it. I don't know if they what their official name is. And then it's like a, what another thirty dollars for the extra add-on. Yeah, that's what uh, that's what I was saying. I don't hold me to those pricings. Mm-hmm. It's uh. Really down exactly what they're selling, <laughs> but, but uh, the one thing I will say is the demonstrations that they were showing with the games. PlayStation did the best in demonstrating the new technology relative okay. to games that people like me would play, like mm-hmm. first-person shooters. Uh, they also had one for uh, that sorcery or whatever, where they were actually waving it as a wand. I think for for those kind of games, people will definitely enjoy what it has to offer. Now on the uh, aesthetically pleasing type feel it looks like a freaking blue lollipop so <laughs> so you're killing guys in so calm you're 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 taking down terrorists with your lollipop yes uh, made to make you feel completely manly <laughs> on the more masculine of all the systems right there for all you sony fans or your hardcore uh kill zone people your main game is kill zone not something nice like halo uh, but you got a lollipop to play the game so congratulations on that. I, I think yeah, to me, uh, to me, between all of these, um, Nintendo wins if you like Mario this year. Not just Mario. Well, I mean that as a broad. You like Mario. You like Mario type things. You you grew up a Nintendo fanboy, but who didn't at this point? You know, um, yeah. unless you were a Genesis kid, then your all hope is lost. At this point, yeah. um, you're a wayward soul no, in the no, gaming world. If you're world. a Genesis kid, then you're still with Nintendo. Yeah, because you realize they let so- Sonic go ages ago. 
Um, <laughs> but between that, like uh, Xbox has a tough sell because it's looking like GameStop leaked the price of $150 for this unit. I oh, love the idea of doing Minority Report with my Xbox venue, but I cannot see $150 being worth it to me at this point. It's a fantastic technology. I'd love to get my hands on it or not on it or whatever. Uh, but you gotta, you, you gotta get, I want to say, you know, even that SOCOM, you know, the equivalent over there, uh, to, to kind of get my vote on it. And then I think, uh, you know, Sony's kind of got the add-on problem that, that kills off a lot of good ideas in this industry. So, uh, Chachi, I think you had a little bit of a, a strategy note you wanted to share. Strategy? Uh, you said you figured everybody out before. Yeah, I, I already touched that. Oh, sorry about that. I don't know. What do you, what do you guys think about, like, who, who's kind of got the advantage here after, after, uh, seeing everybody's presentation? Uh, Chachi says the advantage, Nintendo. Nintendo. As Mike, as Mike put in the, uh, the chat room, Nintendo brought Zelda, Metroid, Mickey, Donkey Kong, Kid Icarus, matches over. Yeah, I mean, they, Xbox, Xbox brought Kinetic, uh, Call of Duty Black Ops. Which are all cross platform. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, they didn't really bring anything but exercise stuff that looks cool and can watch you throw your sweater on the ground. There's a lot of potential. There's a lot of potential there, though. And, I mean, even the stuff that comes on, uh, all those extra features that they added with, like, ESPN and stuff, mm -hmm. those are all just uh, gimmicks to me because. I mean, really, you could just flip the channel and watch it if you're yeah. already going to play it on your TV. That's true. That's true. Uh, or, or like I think we discussed, you know, what if, what if it's a replacement at a certain point? You know, what if, what if they're getting ready for for all of us that are cutting our cable cords? If you notice, PlayStation didn't comment on the things that are still yet to come in okay, terms you know of what, that though? stuff. Hey, and we didn't even touch. As far I didn't even touch on the 3DS mm -hmm. as far as giving it to Nintendo. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, there's all the games I just said. There's the 3DS. Plus, there's all the games from Xbox and cross-platform that they're going to put on the 3DS. Uh, example being Assassin's Creed. Mm -hmm. Which is going to suck on the 3DS. I don't see that being... With all the stuff that goes into that game, I don't see it being... It's not going to be the same game. You don't think it's going to be better with touch controls? No. It could be interesting. I, I think there's a lot of... I mean, we've seen already some interesting gameplay types with uh, with the 3D... Or I'm sorry, with the, with the DS and the DSi and everything. Uh, a lot of stuff that's like really kind of come along. It, it, it'll be interesting what happens after, after developers have a year, uh, with, you know, to you see, uh, like the next scribble knots, you know, blow people away. Um, you know, something really innovative like that. You know, something more than the brain age that everybody copies. Um, but, uh, so, so who do you think brought the better technology? The, uh, the, the 3DS? I'm even, I'm not even counting Sony at this point. Sony just feels like a Me Too product at this point. I'm sorry. <laughs> and the lollipops look ridiculous. And I think they're, they're going to have the hardest sell. Although that guy is hilarious in those commercials. And I can't wait he to is. see him. Uh, t you know, with his lollipops. Um, so, 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 what's what's big? The bigger the bigger play here, Natal or uh, 3DS in my hands, where I can watch 
apparently I'm going to be able to watch How to Train a Dragon on a little console like this for cheaper than I could ever get the stupid glasses and television that there's three <laughs> of available right now. That is that is pretty cool. I'll give you that. I would say Microsoft has the cooler technology, but for, I'm guessing, the price and flexibility, I would give it to Nintendo. We did, was there a price announced? Half the stuff like Battery Life wasn't even announced on their <laughs> webpage. So, I mean, I, I guess we're kind of presuming. I'm thinking 250 max for this system. Yeah, I, I didn't hear a price. And speaking of that, I don't even think I heard a price for the PSP. And I don't think the PSP is offering any kind of uh, 3D. Was there an <laughs> update to the PSP? I didn't, I didn't even hear. Was there what? Was there an update to the PSP? Uh, it looks uh, it looks like a new model, new design. Mm-hmm. And I guess they're just porting more of their games through it. That's all I could tell. The the whole PSP section kind of just I just kind of stared at it. Like I don't really know what's going on here. They're throwing stuff at me that makes no, no one, sense, and I don't no care. No one knows what's going on. <laughs> PSP. Somebody's buying it. I see. I've seen one kid with it, and he was running movies and pirated games off of it. So we see how that goes. Which is there kind of go. a problem with the DS. You know how many people have that little ROM cart and they're tossing in old Game Boy games or new DS games? They're they're too easy to get. Which has been. I mean, there's a lot of articles going into this that the DS and the Wii were having that problem that a lot of people, the market fell out because a lot of people put crap on these systems and made gimmick stuff out of all the new technology, and and uh, and on on top of that, the piracy market just made it ridiculous. Uh, not that the show should endorse it or anything, but those little run cards are like seven bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Just putting that out there. <laughs> yeah, I, just, so, just so people know. I mean, it's quite affordable. It's, it's pretty damn easy. <laughs> so, Rob, you have any, you, you know, you'll see it right there. Rob has uh, his own 3D glasses going on. I've got three pairs on my desk right now. <laughs> nice. I actually popped out the lenses in one and was using that as just eyewear for fashion. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about uh, cutting out some new pairs at work and making like like cornering the market of personalized uh, 3D <laughs> glasses. Um, but uh, as far as my take on E3, I obviously don't have uh, the the super geeky uh, gamer level of input as you guys do because you guys are still into it, and I um I'm a I, I represent the casual gamer uh, as as you know I'm a big fan of like We Rule on the iPad. Mm-hmm. Um, so are you more expi- excited about playing Jenga on your iPhone? <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. Uh, I would say looking at uh, the marketing aspects that I'm pretty familiar with and Microsoft's play-by-play, I'd say that out of all the offer- offerings I've seen from E3, I'd say Microsoft's is the most forward-looking. Uh, what they're trying to do right now, it seems, with things like the Natal and uh, also expanding their current system uh, using something that's a heck of a lot cheaper than buying a whole new console, which is what we were used to for so long, mm-hmm. is that come the holidays, kids are going to be able to say, instead of, hey, mommy, can you invest in this like $700 brick of plastic? It's going to be, hey, how about this $200 thing that lets me do cool stuff on the TV, uh, which is also very adult-friendly because um, it has the ability to recognize a minor and apply... Um, that was ridiculous! Yeah, they can apply parental control features by yeah. saying there's a child standing in front of the TV right now. Basically, the idea is if you're if you're playing GTA and your kid walks into the room, 
it will apply the parental settings. However, they, they implement that. Well, you cut out blood or they say, you know, pause, maybe you should wait for the kid to go back to bed. So how right. does that work with it? Okay, so I can agree if they pause it. Okay. But I did not want my <laughs> gaming console to tell me that I can't do, or I don't want them to make it PG just because well, it's, it's, a short person. These are, <laughs> this is, this will be to your settings, Chachi. I mean, this is like parental <laughs> settings. My parental settings don't tell me not to play Street Fighter now, but if I set them up, that I'm I'm too young for that kind of violence, then it'll fix that. It'll take care of that for me. I'll do the same I'm with movies. I'm just covering my ass. I'm just saying. No, a, this uh, is an optional friend. thing. Obviously, your kids are going to be killing all the hookers they want. That's fine. That's your prerogative for your children. But for anybody else, they have that choice. And <laughs> it, it makes it a lot easier for the lazy lazy parent. Uh, That's true. Do that. <laughs> so, I also think um, that... Like kind of the the play by play of what Microsoft is trying to do is they're looking towards the next generation of gamer. Uh, as we see more devices that are more intuitive, uh, easier to use, things like the iPad, um, everything we've said about how important usability is. Um, as we get into more uh, Minority Report esque type control devices, the less you need to know about a game to play it. Which is like for me as a casual gamer, that's my barrier to entry. Mm-hmm. When I play Mortal Kombat, I am a button masher through and through. <laughs> that's because I just have no idea what anything does. But if I'm making gestures at the screen, chances are I can figure it out a lot easier. So with all these different op- options of um, you know, expanding the console through using uh, the Natal, all the different things besides gaming that's available, making it a cheap offering that's going to be a hit for the holidays. These young kids now that are just getting into gaming are going to grow up with the Natal, and they're going to be hooked with that technology for life. And if Microsoft can like make it a solid hit, they're going to be, you know, Sony is going to try and kind of try and compete with it. The Wii hasn't quite come up with something like Natal that is so flexible, and uh, and they they might have found a powerhouse of uh, success in that. I think. Now, um, sorry, just lost my next question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, now I got. Oh, the other question I had was now with all of this movement gaming. Uh, I mean, you're sure they're gonna they're gonna sell millions of these, whether whether you know you think one's gonna win or not. Millions will be sold in the in the meantime. Uh, there will be a lot of kids and old fogies trying to move with their games uh, more than they ever have. Uh, we saw the problems when the Nintendo Wii came out of uh, televisions <laughs> getting Wiimotes uh, stuck through them. Wait, 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 wait. There's one video where the kid <laughs> uh, was was going up for a volley serve and cut his hand by breaking the glass on the, uh, on the, on the ceiling <laughs> fan. Um, so how many injuries do you think are going to be reported within the next couple of years? As as all of us, uh, all of us lazy slobs start getting up and bowl for real. I am waiting for the first YouTube video <laughs> of someone ninja kicking their TV. <laughs> <laughs> that is what I'm waiting for. Wait for Mortal Kombat to come out, right? I am just waiting for someone to put their foot through their flat screen TV. It's going to be harder to tell the kids that it's only make believe when they're making the motions. <laughs> exactly. I'm I'm waiting for the video of the guy that decides to hold a real katana while he's playing a game. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, there, there's so many different ways that can go wrong. You can like accidentally behead your cat. You can, <laughs> you know, sword through the TV. You, you can lop your own head off. It, it's bound to be really just, entertaining. I mean, it's like playing you play Punch Out and you turn to your opponent. You know, just don't do it. 
Don't do it. Did you get that black guy, Billy? <laughs> <laughs> Mommy punched me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, on that note, I think uh, we should go ahead and wrap this up. Rob, where can people find you, and what are you up to these days? I know, as we said, you are the Iron Man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I am the I am the Iron Man, for those of you who are, who don't know, because I uh, just finished 150 miles on my bike this weekend Jeez. Uh, to be, benefit you're finding gonna be- all What's set that? for doing that in virtual reality with the rest. You're going to be ki- you're going to be the guy kicking our asses at uh, at all this stuff. Yeah, see, that's why I'm gaming for all this uh, this movement based technology because I'll be the one who's <laughs> winning for once. <laughs> um, not, not inviting him to the connect parties. That's for sure. <laughs> but uh, uh, I saw that Lance Armstrong joke in the chat room. <laughs> I see that. <laughs> oh, ball. <laughs> Um, but, um, yeah, it's, uh, it was a ride to, uh, find a, help find a cure and help people who have multiple sclerosis. Thank you. So I had, I had to correct myself, so Chachi didn't have to. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, no, I'll I be have linking. a question. Before what? I, before you finish your, your outro. My outro. Yeah, did you have to ride it back? No. It's, uh, it's 150 miles from a, a park right outside of Pittsburgh to Lake Erie, and then your bike goes on a truck, and you go on a bus with your luggage, and they give you a ride back to the park. Okay, just checking. Yeah, nice. otherwise it would be the MS-300. So you're only really doing half the work. <laughs> <laughs> Try and soften it up, why don't you? <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, people can find me on uh, on the Twitters. I'm at R-O-B-J-D-L-C, or on the internets at robjdlc.com. Excellent. And Chachi, what are you doing these days? Not wearing pants. All right. Yes. You can find you can also find me in the tubes. Uh, I blog at chachi says And I'm also on Twitter at at chachi says. Hey, look, it's at the bottom of the screen. At chachi says <laughs> on, on the Twitters. Excellent. And Malengo. What are you up to? We know uh, you're you're heading out of the country, but before you did that, you were working on, on a project. Yes, uh, you can you can actually find me at uh, mangtunes.tumblr without the e dot com. That's uh, my web comic that I started. Uh, very funny stuff. Ha ha ha. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm also on the uh, Twitter under mangtunes, so you can find me there. Excellent. And of course, I'm in the usual places, SorgatronMedia.com, and check out all this crazy stuff. Sorgatron.com is my blog where I show you how to DJ on the cheap this week um, by practical experience. And uh, also Twitter, at Sorgatron, for me to find out what I'm talking about. I'm warning you, there's a lot of wrestling if you're not into that. Um, anyways, guys, thanks a lot. Thank you, Malenga, for joining us. Thank you, Chachi, yep. for joining us again. Uh, Rob, as always, I hope your legs have been reattached. Um, <laughs> thanks, guys, and we'll see you guys next week on Awesome Cast number four. Thanks a lot. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby.
Let's all go to the lobby and have ourselves a snack. I'm glad I was recording that for the test.